Hey everybody, this is another Napcast by Sleep With Me Podcast, a bite size size of Sleep With Me Podcast. Just large enough for you to hopefully take a nap too. It's uh, excerpts, I think is the right way to pronounce that word, from uh, Game of Drones episodes. If you're just finding this by accident or something, full Sleep With Me Podcast episodes that are made to help you fall asleep at night. Or over at www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. So this is a napcast. Hopefully you're taking a nap to it. <laughs> or, I mean, you might be able to fall asleep at night, but not everybody can to them. But yeah, ideally, we live in a world where people could take naps. At least once a week. Well, I guess once a month is probably, that's probably how often I get a nap. And then, then you, that's like a really appreciate it. If you go six weeks, you probably forget how good they are. So maybe four to three weeks, maybe even two weeks, every two weeks, take a nap. Hopefully. I wish that for you. <laughs> so here you go. And thanks for listening. All right, it's time for me to say my prayers. Crone, sweet crone. Miller, Smith, Barky, Chester God. Humble servant, I'm calling, call, you know, checking in on you guys. I know we had the big conference call last week. Also, know you, you're gods, so you're not like people. So you might not, you might, with this whole bending of the universes and all this trans metaverta stuff. I know you guys won't be confused that I'm talking to you now. This whole flexibility of time type thing, but. uh well, I don't. I mean, I don't know if you guys knew, but as we left off with the big conference call, um, you know, I had all the tasks set out for you guys. Uh, Jester, you're supposed to revitalize kind of the Hound and um, that giant dude, Mag the Mighty, and then Miller. You were going to grind him up and. Samantha, you're going to melt him down spirit-wise and, and uh, you know, just the hound, and we're going to put in Magda Mighty and then deal with the dragons. But you guys know none of that happened. And but what you don't, I mean, I don't know if you know, but just like all good plans and, se- like, seasons, I guess it was weird because my season ended, it didn't get recorded, and now it's getting recorded after it ended, but. It's got to be like a cliffhanger, so the cliffhanger happened when you guys, after made the big plans, but it didn't air, which is strange, but, so we had everything set up, and then I was like, right, I'm going to sleep, you know, I'm going to sleep tonight, I had a couple, uh, ales, and I was dancing at this, so I guess I made a bit of a show, and, oh, man, and I was, I guess I was telling everyone my plan, maybe, and I don't know. So what happened was the next day I woke up and I was in a cave. I had gone to sleep. Um, I, th- I, I don't know. I was like, where am I? And next thing I know who walks in but the old, the fake hound, not the real hound, the fake hound who I'd been hanging out with. You know, I was kind of his, he called me his page boy and go boy and stuff. And so oh, it was him and it was Cat Stevens. Yeah. And they said that they had left Aristotle back at wherever they left him. 
And his side, I don't know, I can't remember again what Aristotle's got for, out for me because I like Aristotle and stuff, but he wants to take me out. But of course, the old this is mostly the old, the fake hound looking for vengeance. And then Cat Stevens wanted to steal my fantasy fiction time machine. So they had the jump on me. I assumed they had already found my fantasy fiction Bruce Bolton fantasy fiction time machine that can transfer some metaverse and powered by flayed men in my room of Bruce Bolton. And I was just like, oh man. Um, and the fake hound thought my, he listened, he must have, I think he even listened in. Oh, no way. Cat Stevens, he had some sort of recorder. Like he had somehow recorded my prayer from last week and they'd found my plan and. So they they ground up the hound for real, the the original hound, the good, cool hound, and Mag the Mighty. And then they had a porridge, and they made me eat it for real. Um, it was awful. And then I got a wicked fever, and I've been sick for like a week. Uh, but I thought I was going to die. And they said, you know, wait till Aristotle gets here, man. And they said, you know, where's the fantasy fiction time machine? And I was like, oh, they don't have it. And he said, uh, you know, it's uh, round. And uh, so, you know, we're going to mess you up. I'm like, how are you going to mess me up worse? You just made me eat like a, a, a giant man and a giant giant. I don't even know how long they've been sitting around unrefrigerated. I mean, at least Magna Mighty was in cold, but the helm wasn't. And I was like, I don't even know what time travel, oh, just I don't even want to think about it anymore. I could already feel like germs going through my bloodstream at this point. And Cat Stevens, he doesn't talk in, in this situation. And uh, the hound, he was so mad and he was talking about how he turned the gods against him. And, and he actually, you guys must have got those boots for me because he had those boots on. So he's pacing back and forth, telling me what a piece of junk I am. And Cat Stevens just mugging me. Like, I think Cat Stevens must be best friends with Aristotle. Like, he's like Aristotle's tough guy. I'm not even sure if it's a new name, and I don't want to offend him by saying it, but um, I can't remember what it is. Sorry. And then he was, he, he was, Cat Stevens kicked me in the stomach. And I was like, thanks, because then I got rid of a little bit of the ground uh, hound porridge, Mag the Mighty porridge. And, and actually, by grinding it up, I think, like, the the uh, it, it didn't taste so bad, but just the thought about it was bad. But so, God, so I was like, well, I can't, you know, I, I felt low. I was ready to give up. And I knew Aristotle was going to be coming for me, but... Uh, and I was already feeling the effects of this stew of uh, stuff they made me eat. But I was trying to think fast. And I actually have, so I have the Roots Bolton Fantasy Fiction time machine, which is real. But then I also have like this um, tree stump I found that I keep hidden. Uh, it's like this old tree stump. And then I found some other, like a wooden door at this abandoned um this abandoned, whatever you call it, shed or something, and I put a door on the tree stump. And then the other side I put, like, I took took uh, some shingles 
and I put it so it's like a it's like a little room with a door and I can rock it back and forth since it's a tree stump it's up vertical and how do I put this without being embarrassing I like to call that my um uh maiden love machine is what I call it and I have a mattress in there of uh rags and stuff like that and I don't actually do anything weird in there but I just pretend that I'm me and the maiden are in there and this is where I take her and it's a it's pretend so it's like much more elegant maiden if you're listening uh it's just practice kind of so it would be much more elegant obviously once I get myself back on my feet uh and have a real love machine because it would, the power of our lovemaking would power the, the rocking of the, which would, it would be like a self, wouldn't be self-perpetuating. But as long as we're making sweet love, maiden, plus you're a goddess, so it's got to have some extra charge to it. Um, but so I have that thing, and um, I, I was like, well, I could tell them about that. So I told them that's a Bruce Bolton. I was like, that's where it is. And I uh, go ahead and take it. I'm beaten. And then I really started to get sick. And at first they thought I was faking because I was, like, sweating. I'm still sweating now. It's embarrassing a bit. But, yeah, and then I, like, started, like, I got the chills and then the hots and then the chills. And then Cat Stevens was like, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? And then it was, like, classic movie trope. Him and the hounds started fighting because... Cassie was more worried about what Aristotle was going to do. And the fake hound was more worried about what the fake hound was going to do. And then, um, so fake hound went off to get the, uh, my other fantasy fiction time machine. Sorry, guys, I drifted off while I was thinking about the hound. And so I'm not sure because the next thing that happened was, so the hound left. He went to go to the fake fantasy fiction time machine, which was the pretend fantasy maiden lovemaking machine and I was there with Cat Stevens and things got so blurry and uh, oh god so I just want to thank you for bringing me through I, I can't I'll try to bring together my memories because I know I got out of it I know it was by your will be done I'm pretty sure what happened I'm pretty sure wait was that when there was oh that was was that oh wait that was when the Drogo showed up and chase Cat Stevens away. So that must have been you guys at work. And then, well, well, I think I was so hot. Or was that part of my fever dream? I guess that was the fever dream that Drogo showed up. Chase Cat Stevens off. But that could have been real. And then I was breathing on the fire to Drogo. And maybe because I was feverish, Drogo recognized that I was like a to be pitied or sick so he didn't maybe that's it like dragons or lizards are smart about that so he didn't eat me if he, well if he was real smart he would just burn me up but Cat Stevens bolted obviously Aristotle's not going to show up without Cat Stevens fantasy fiction time machine um, I knew I, I'd have, Maiden don't worry I'll build a new uh, practice facility for for our stuff 
But yeah, the next thing I know, I wandered out of the cave and into these grasslands. And they were nice and dewy. Thank you for that, gods. Um, Corona, I'm not sure if that was you. Actually, Barky, that's probably on you. Um, and Jester got the paper cut. I got on my um, privates. It's probably you. So thank you for that. Thanks a lot. When that paper cuts, a grass cut, same difference. But I, I was able to lie down in the dewy grass. And it must have ingested some sort of either a grass or, well, I guess, like, I don't know, the fever went on forever. But at some point it broke. And right now I'm just a broken man, I guess. Because um, then a couple, you know, a couple days later, the grass was high enough that it kept me shaded from the sun. I just think I just slept everything off. There was a nice breeze, so... Miller, you, you kind of use the water wheel and stuff, so thank you for the breeze. Fire inside me, Smith, finally forged some sort of antibody to chase the disease away, so I thank you for that. Crone, yeah, your wisdom to wising the body to just sleep in the grass probably helped me heal. Barky, I thanked you for the grass. So I think I got everybody. Jester, thanks, because my spirit did. I still feel pretty low and down. But now I guess I'm looking to build me back up situation for you guys. So it's like a fresh start. Because the old plans are gone. It's kind of like that season four never happened because we're back in, you know, time kind of anyway, fictional thing so it's a fresh start i guess and maiden will have a fresh start for practicing uh pretend love making and then when you're ready to go you know maybe 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 my new fresh start doesn't involve you though because i don't know i get a feeling that um something new out there for me but you could change my mind i don't know you know i'm open to it whatever I haven't seen you, so maybe I miss you, maybe I don't. So that's about it, gods. Uh, yeah, I'm your servant still. Uh, vengeance will be wreaked, I guess, on the on that old the fake hound. He's out there somewhere. Cat Stevens is out there. Aristotle's out there. So my enemies seem to have united against me. But that's actually a good thing because that fake hound is so useless. That Cat Stevens is gonna, and I mean, there's not Aristotle's gonna not gonna have anything, so that that'll blow up in their faces, hopefully. Well, yeah, gods, I'm here to conduct your will. Um, you're humble, 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 humbled, humbled by the fever of by eating mashed up giant and hound. Um, I don't know. Is that like um, what is dead may never die now because. Wow, maybe there's some sort of the, the cool hound, the original hound, and Mag the Mighty are inside me. At some level, molecularly, they have to be, right? I couldn't. So we got that going for us. So I'll be in touch, gods. I'm just going to recover if that's okay. And But like I said, I'm a broken man. I don't know. I guess I've been broken the whole time. 
I've been trying to fix myself the whole time, which has been my mistake until, like I said, I was even praying selfishly for you guys for the first when we first met. But now I'm your servitude, servant, humble, you know, just willing to carry out your wills and not mine be done. And like I said, I'm, I've had some missteps. And now I'm just in a discernment mode, I guess. So that's where we're at. I'm going to discern some stuff. And by discern, I just probably mean I need to sleep a couple more days and drink some water. And, but I'm full of gratitude for the for you guys keeping me here. And sending that dragon, maybe, or whatever happened in the fever dream that Cat Stevens bolted. So thank you. And I'll see you guys soon. And I guess we're, you know, where we're starting again. Starting anew, fresh. Winter's coming. That's good for my fever. Cool it down. Uh, Amen. You know, all that stuff. Uh, Yeah. Okay, good night, gods. I, uh, I will rest only to do your bidding. You are the most mighty gods. Don't let those other gods... You put their shine on you. Amen.